0: Well, man, today's going to be a hard one because of the fact that basically, um, the two-year-old, um, apartment that I live in, which is a luxury apartment, I don't know what the fuck's luxury about it, other than the fact that it's all modern contemporary, like, you know, like, super advanced everything, um, but it's two years old. And what's the HVAC unit do yesterday? Shits the fucking bed. So, right now, I'm dealing with uh, inside of the house, of, like, probably in the, in the 80s. I got, like, fans in almost all the windows. I didn't even have back box fans before uh, yesterday. This is just bullshit. Super hot. I gotta go to work, and then tomorrow morning, getting the tooth ganked. and, uh, I don't know, hopefully, basically, uh the, uh, the, uh, the dentist puts me on, like, some 1275s or something like that when I get out, so I can actually manage myself through work, because, um, yeah, Unbeknownst to a lot of people, I work at a hospital, on the floor for 12 hours, overnight. And uh, some nights it's, uh, it's, it's quite hard. Like last night, I had a guy almost die on me. That shit sucks. you sure got to deal with it. That's the reason why I make the big bucks. Still don't make enough to where I say that I make enough, but it is what it is. But this is the reason why I can afford to do what I do. Oh, that coffee's good. But, um, so, literally got, uh, it is, let's see here, it's the 4th. So, 3 days from now, I will be with Dave Norrie. Technically, two days from now, I will be driving out to Seattle to hang out with Dave Norman. Um, It should actually be pretty much um, the highlight of of the year. I mean, if if not, then the highlight of the year is me riding on the vert ramp that took me out of uh, riding vert pretty much the rest of my life until I got back on vert and rode it again which was hilarious because the same vert ramp that took me out is the same vert ramp that got me back in um yeah i don't let the snags hold you back that's pretty much it i i don't think that basically there's any riders out there that's never had that issue where basically they questioned the ability to actually get back on and 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 Progress further in after a really bad crash. Most people get to that that point in time where the off switch is kicked on, and or I should say the on switch is kicked off. So that just sounds better. Um, And uh, yeah, two thousand one was my uh, my year that that happened. But I was just it got slammed so hard that it was hard to turn it back on. I mean, I rode bike a little bit here and there after that, but I never did any sends or anything. And once the muscle memory and, and, uh, believe it or not, balance is another thing that actually goes away as well, and uh, body reflex, which is a part of muscle memory, uh, they all basically disappear if you don't use them. That's the reason why old people are a lot more prone to falls because of the fact that basically their body isn't used to doing certain things anymore that they used to do as a kid without a thought. And uh, when you're in your 40s and actually trying to full send it again, the uh, issue comes up that there is a problem with... Just your mind to your muscles and the the recoil of, of your brain basically reacting to sudden changes in, in body position and stuff, and it technically will throw you off and end up making you crash. Which basically, as I like to call it, when an old guy goes down on a bike, he goes down with the shit. There's no bailing involved usually, which is sad. Because if anything, the older you get, the more you want to get the fuck off the bike because of the fact that basically you just hit the ground like a pancake. And usually not flat. You're usually curled up into the bike, which fucking hurts ten times worse. Because we all remember those crashes when we were younger, when we were doing full sends and got curled up into the bike and hit the ground. And not being able to roll, just, it destroys you. So, that being said, I'm going to I'm gonna close this edit down for now and then work on the rest of this uh, podcast. Uh, probably in the next day or so. Um, And I'll probably issue this one probably out after, uh, Sunday after I deal with Dave Nori and, um, figure out how that day plays out. I'll probably post some stuff on, on the YouTube and, and the, um, Instagram and all that other social media bullshit, like, in, in the coming days. Because I know I'm going to get some video, but we're cool, yeah. Well, this apartment's not cool. Um, yeah, I'll talk to you guys when I talk to you guys. Once you hear video, I mean uh, audio after this, it's basically me like a day or so from now. So, here's to me in the future. So, uh, yeah. This is like two days after the event. My old ass is all hurting and shit. It's all good though. Last night, I hung out with one of the guys, and uh, we were doing Flatland underneath a covered parking lot, um, about a block away from my house. So uh, we had to ride over there and got our asses wet because the damn blacktop kind of holds all that damn water. And yeah, Uh, we we had two uh, microfibers to actually wipe down the, the bikes. We ended up end up wiping down our asses first but um god damn that coffee's hot. Yeah, so I'm all I'm all like, you know, you know, doing doing cool shit with this guy and um freaking uh uh you start talking about bunny hops and stuff and I'm like, yo man, you gotta put flare in that bunny hop and so we start doing sideways bunny hops. And pretty much it's like uh, I'd consider it a 90 degree bunny hop. And then you swing the bike back and then land straight again. So, you know, you stay in motion. Well, I was uh, doing this and uh, I put a little extra flare in it and my foot fell off the pedal. And then um, the, uh, the bike came down and, and um, uh, somehow the... The back end came swinging back towards me, and the pedal went right dead nut center, right above my my ankle, into the side of my leg. I got this big old welt there right now. It sucks. And I mean, up until like two days ago, I, you know, I, I was like walking around with a limp and everything. And then two days ago, like thank God because the Nori event happened, I like you know started walking normal again. It's my fucked up hips. Now I got a fucked up leg it still hurts a little bit, but, you know, it is what it is, but, yeah, we got to doing story talking and stuff like that, and it turns out at the event, there was, like, five other guys there that were, uh, um, old pros, but they were in, like, BMX racing and stuff, I didn't really even know who the hell they were, but apparently there were some big ass names there, huh? that mini big event, I guess, so if you guys ever want to do it, like, right around this time of the year, it's called the SeaTac event, um, yeah, go go swing in there, there's a there's a lot of good ass bikes, and cool people to talk to, and they got food, and all that stuff, and usually Dave Nori throws his event there as well, and it's at a racetrack, is You know, it's actually a famous racetrack, if you know about the SeaTac racetrack in uh, Seattle. Um, Yeah, they were were racing all night and all day long. Well, all day and all night. Uh, The event ended up, like, around, like, uh, I think it was, like, 5 o'clock or something like that. So, not too much into the night. But, yeah, it was still a fun-ass time. A lot of pro freestyle tours. A lot of... uh, There was a couple trick stars there, I'll tell you that, you know. And there, there was a, a bunch of other, like, uh, niche bikes. So, and a lot of parts. And apparently there was this one guy there that was selling uh, cracked parts that were putting a damn fucking price tag over the cracks. Because uh, my buddy that was here last night that we were riding with, Rick and I, uh, he ended up buying, um, uh i think it was like a, a seven series part uh i forgot who the hell made it when it was made out of seven series aluminum and unbeknownst to a lot of people seven series is a lot lighter than six series but six series has a little bit of bounce to it most people don't like that so seven series doesn't have the bounce however it's just like titanium it likes to crack Um, and yeah, so he, he bought a part that actually had a crack on it, and the douchebag that he bought it from, after he pulled the sticker off, found out the goddamn crack was there underneath the price tag, Freaking, um, yeah, you wouldn't fucking give the money back, or exchange the money back for the part, and yeah, that's kind of really not cool. But other than that, now it's sunny today, we won't have to worry about covered parking to actually do flatland. Might do it just to, you know, stay out in the sun, but it's actually mildly cool out today. T-shirt weather. So, no. we're gonna probably, like, uh, do a get-together here in my hometown for about, I don't know, about 2 o'clock in about an hour or so. And, um, and then, uh, basically ride for about, I don't know, 2, 3 hours, and then head off to, uh, Riverfront in uh, Spokane, ride that bowl. But other than that, yeah, that's gonna be the day. Last night was kind of a cool night. Like, uh, one of the dudes I was riding with was like 17, and uh, he really dug having like breaks. So, me being the, the cool dude that I am, I got all the shit for front and rear brakes, including forks and stuff. So I start building this bike up, and put a part on it. He goes for rides it. He's all like amazed and shit at the stuff that he can do without having to use his feet. And so I throw another part on, and still amazed. And I'm like, oh, damn. By the end of the night, I threw about probably about two, three hundred dollars of the parts on this kid's part on this kid's bike and and like, like, you know, he's like, what do I owe you, and I was just like, what do you got, had like 50 bucks on him, (laughs) I lost my ass last night, but it's all cool, seems like he's gonna be a, a a good, uh, a good new member to the group, he's, he's got some uh, BMX history himself, and uh, his family is basically all BMX people do, so basically I don't think that, you know, my my time investment and my parts investment on him is gonna be not paid back in being able to ride with somebody. And that's what it's a matter of fact about is basically helping out the ones that you ride with because of the fact that basically you wanna keep on riding with somebody. That's a big deal. Most people don't understand that. You gotta help your crew out. You don't help your crew out. They won't have something to fucking ride later on when they've got a fucking busted-ass bike. At this point in time, I dare say that basically um, I buy about, I don't know, I think I'm up to about 10 grand worth of random parts each year. Majority of them are new. You get a lot of used parts for fucking cheap money on Facebook Marketplace As long as you know what completes to buy And the market's not as fucked up as as most people think As long as you're not looking for GTs and fucking niche-like freestyle bikes from like the 80s Nah, like freaking, if you actually spend the time and actually look for the lead weight bikes A.K.A. mid-school You can get a lot of bang for your buck and sometimes you can actually get some niche parts on them. I'm still waiting for a freaking. Uh, a bike with a goddamn. Uh, the Primo Pervert on it. But. Because those are really hard to get. Even though you know I probably never use it. Because like. The the Pervert was actually used for. Uh, cable modifications. So that you could actually make your your gyros work better and and look better. But at the same token, basically, like, it was a heavy chunk of aluminum. Mm -hmm. On the majority of all my bikes, I basically convert them over to dual line. Top and bottom. It's not that hard. Like, the, um... As long as you take the little tiny gyro balls off of the, um... kink dual line desist uh cable setup the um it's completely modular i mean all you got to do is just re-narp it and you can basically cut to any length you want and unbeknownst to a lot of people their adapter will fit in any single like brake lever out on the market and you just have to take off the adjuster and and just place the adapter right on where the adjuster would go and it works perfect. No binding, no nothing. And then for like the lower cables, like basically like as long as you know how to do that narping thing, you can narp front and rear and you know it's just no big deal. Um or just narp the front and then basically like use the um the cable blocks for the rear to connect into the 990s, and and it's perfect, it makes a trick setup real cheap, well, yeah, it's pretty cheap, I mean, basically, like, I can make my my rear brake uh, cable, like, for probably about half the price of uh, what a good dual-line gyro kit would cost, and that's using premium uh, brake cable. But, yeah, so it, it uh it's gonna be a good day. I'm hoping everything turns out all right. I'm gonna make another uh, edit to this uh, particular podcast uh, group of of edits later on tonight. We'll put it up to about three so it, it should be about a forty minute podcast by the time I'm done with it. Uh, but I'll keep you guys informed and until then. well I haven't posted in a while been kind of busy um but I got body wise updates all from one night so dude, there it was a couple days ago it was like I don't know three four days ago um I went to the skate park and um like three three of the the big group of guys that I ride with, um, locked in the chat, and they were like, yeah, we'll go, and so we all met up at, at the local bowl, and, you know, like, basically, like, before, uh, we got off chat, they were like, so, Mike, what the fuck are you gonna do, and I'm like, you know what, I'll do a double peg stall on that goddamn, uh, on the, on the, uh, on the spine between the two bowls. Now, keeping understanding this this it's not like doing a double peg stall on a normal spine this is not a uh, like a perfectly straight spine so well it kind of is but when you're rolling up into it you're rolling up from a bowl standpoint so it's kind of like carving and you're not going right up a quarter you're going up like a bowl end but it's kind of straight in the area that you'd be basically doing the, the stall on so they all come down to the park, and they're like, you know, we're riding. I already did my warm-up. I'm feeling a little more more lively. And by the way, right before I went, I was like, you know what? I'm going to spruce up a King Contender and put the fucking... Um, I think they were Merit Bars. Were they Merit Bars? Yeah, they, they were the Merit uh, four-piece. And uh, they got... A, they're a nine-inch. Uh, I normally ride with, like, an 8.5, 8.75. So, they, you know... We're talking quarter inch difference. I think I think my S and M uh, slam bars are eight flat, so we we might be talking about an inch difference. It might be, cause uh, those slam bars that's that's straight up mid school right there. But they're a really light bar, so I um I tossed those merits on there, and like a dumbass I went to a fucking park, and um. You know, like I, I did my normal warm up. I, I dialed the bike in to where I liked it, and did a little bit fine tuning to, the, to the um, bars and actually got them, in a in a, an acceptable area to actually do carving with. Well, the thing was, is basically those bars pushed me, um, in front of the seat a little bit, so it was kind of making it a little awkward to do airs and stuff because my body wasn't used to my my positioning on the bike, so the couple airs that I did, they were like, they looked really awkward, like, the guys were like, I wasn't even, they, they acted like I wasn't putting no effort into it, they were like, "Yo, oh man, your tires didn't even come off the ground, I was like, yeah, you did, you know, the front tire came off, and then the rear tire came off, and then I landed, they Like you, you landed before the fucking, the, uh, the, the rear tire came back down, your front tire was already hitting the ground, and I'm like, yeah, you know, fucking, I'm over the front bars, you know, so, so, the way it is, so I like I kept on pressing on. And now, keep in mind, this is not what you want to do if you don't feel comfortable on your bike, you do not push things. So, they're like, Yo, man, let's go and jump. The uh, uh I like to call it the shark tooth because um, they're when two bowls meet and there is a, a separation, there's usually a shark tooth, it's that triangular. Uh, flat uh, above the bowl. And um, you know, when you jump over that and then jump into the other bowl, uh that's a really cool transfer. And um the first one I did I did fucking perfect. We're gonna get back to the spine. Don't worry. Um there's three crashes involved with this uh ordeal today. Hold on. Um so the first one I did jumped over to fucking shark tooth. Now um I want to say, the shark tooth is a uh, two curved, uh, with uh, probably about the, the widest part of the shark shark tooth between the two bowls is about four feet. So you can go from um, you know in inches of a of a jump into the bowl to four feet, and if you want, you can actually like because the wall ride exp- uh, extends past the the primary bowl into the small bowl. Uh you can basically just uh jump up onto the wall ride, which is not really a wall ride because it's slant. Um sorry, I just had a hiccup. Um so I uh I think I jumped about a foot and a half of it. So I was like kind of in the middle of it. And uh I landed really good. I was like, oh man. Confidence is coming up. maybe, maybe these bars are set up right. So I was like, you know what? fucking do it, and so, I, um, I went back into the bowl, and this time, I was actually gonna do the four foot area of that shark tooth, and actually, like, uh, maybe guide in from the, the wall ride, you know, land on the wall, and then basically coast into the small bowl on the back half, and, uh, done right, it looks like a cool transfer, uh, done wrong, bike washes the fuck out, and you know where this is going, um, so I I go and um, set up to do this, and um, immediately, I like fucking put steam into it, I go around the bowl one time, and, and I'm carving really good, I got a good amount of speed, I'm setting up for it, and... I fucking, I hit the shark tooth, and, like, bike washes out. I'm like, what the fuck, dude, seriously? I hit hard. I was wearing a full face, um, and I hit hard. Like, old man down. Keep in mind, I'm one of the older guys in, in the group. And, well, when you're over 40, you're going to be the old guy in the group. Not too many 40-year-olds are ballsy enough to ride. So I, uh, you know, basically curled up into a little ball like a little bitch and uh, let the pain soak itself out and got up and went back, went back over on the starting deck. And, and uh, this time I was like, you know what, maybe I got to put some more steam into it. So I go back into the bowl. I'm carving hard and I, I go and uh, do a counter loop. When I say counter loop, I normally, like, loop, uh, I'll loop the bowl, or carve the bowl, I should say. So, I say loop, some people are going to get confused if they're mid-school. Um, I'll carve the bowl to the left, because I can only carve left. If I carve right, I'm really, really borderline, um, not in my comfort zone, because I cannot turn right at all, like I can turn right, like, you know, riding a bike, you know, normal, but like in a bowl, because you're basically in a vertical situation with my head, meaning that I only have one ear, um, when I'm carving to the right because of my left ear, um, now my body thinks I'm upside down, so my body reacts a little bit differently, it takes a lot to get over, and over the years, I've come over, you know, I'm over it a little bit, but it's still, like, basically, I can't 180 on a quarter to the right. It really fucks up my head. Like, basically, I want to try and, like, basically, uh, I'll 180 it, but I'll have instantaneous washout because I'll, I'll try and, like, 180 into a, a situation where I'm pushing the bike into where I'm turning, and then basically I land in a weird-ass position. It sounds silly, but it, I... I can just do it way better going the other direction. So, I go into the fucking back end of the bowl. Well, the front end of the bowl. And I carve the opposite direction in my uncomfortable position. And that part of the bowl steps down into the main bowl. And, um, well, keep in mind, like I was told, I'm not really fucking comfortable doing it. So, my body position changed. And I wasn't body prepped to actually make that step down. In other words, I was kind of leaning over the rear tire a little bit. You know where this is going. Fucking bike just kicked the fuck out of me. And, uh... I want to say, like, basically I got whiplash on that one. And, um... I think this one actually happened later on in the day. And I believe that this is the one that I got my concussion on. Um that actually did affect me for two days after that. I, um, I got out of the bowl, and that was basically it for the night. But earlier in the night, okay, so this is gonna go back to the spine. That was my two crashes, by the way. And now we're gonna go to the fucking, uh, um, the almost crash, and the one that basically hurt my ass. So, uh, literally. And, uh, So, when the boys showed up originally, they were all fucking, you know, pressuring me and fucking doing what I committed to, you know, saying that I was going to do. And, uh, so a couple of them was, was, uh, jumping the spine and, and setting up fucking double peg stalls and stuff on it. Even they were having a little bit of hard times with it because, um, you know, it's, it's a short bull. I want to believe that the, um... The bull is four and a half, five feet deep. Doesn't sound like that, you know, tall of a bull, but when you're in it and you're carving, it's a fast bull. So that's it that's the best part of it. And um, so they they all like basically got to the point where they're they're double peg stalling and now I'm it's up to me. I I've, I've committed to saying what I wanted to do. So I go up and, uh, I try and fucking land two pegs on this fucking, uh, curve into a fucking spine. And, um, I barely got my rear peg to sit down on it because I know not to fucking leap up into it because I don't really want to bend my pegs or my axles. And, um, so I, um, I, I, I get it down onto it and instantaneously my body starts folding in to my right. And again, with the right, I can't have motion going to that side. So what do I do? I put my foot down. Well, there's nothing to put my foot down on because I'm on a spine. And um, the bike literally just washes out from underneath me. So instead of me doing a a double peg stall on the crank, I did a fucking taint stall on the fucking spine and, and... I think I said spine earlier did I say crank I don't know anyways so yeah here, now I'm sitting on the spine I literally just dropped two and a half feet onto my ass I missed my ball sack thank god and I missed my tailbone I think I got a little tip of the tailbone but it, it didn't really affect me as much as basically hitting the lower half of my fucking uh, left hip and on top of that as the bike was sliding down into the big bowl, it entangled with my foot, and, um, believe it or not, that actually hurts more than the bone right now, as I got a little lump on, on my, uh, my left foot from the entanglement, because the, 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 crank, like, hit the, the edge of the bowl, and it kind of, like, shook up and latched onto my fucking leg, um, but other than that, like, basically, like, so I was just, like, in a, in a predicament where basically the bike was trying to pull me into the bowl, and I, and I was like, well, I can't get out of it, and and my guys are all looking at me, like, baffled of how the fuck did this just happen, and I was just like, alright, fuck it, nobody's gonna come and save me, so I just basically slid into the big bowl with the bike, and, um, oh, by the way, if you're penciled um, and you're not in a position of of getting up yet and getting out of the pencil. Pretzel- when you slide yourself, uh, off of the obstacle into a flat surface, you get even more pretzelled. So, yeah, like, I, like, li- literally was, like, sitting there at the bottom of this, uh, the bowl now, trying to get this damn bike off of my fucking foot. Looked like a complete goddamn fucking, um, one of them, uh, uh help I can't get up fucking videos that the old people put up. Real embarrassing. So, finally got the bike up off me, and, uh you know, like, uh, I think I buried my head in the, in the, into the bowl's, uh, bottom, like, a couple se- a couple seconds to, like, you know, just, just kind of, like, press the pain out a little bit, because my, my fucking ass was hurting, it was really fucking hurting, I thought I broke something, and, um, so I got the bike, and, you know, got back on it, because that's the only way you get out of that bowl, and I, I shot myself over to the main, Uh, deck again and got back up with the boys and they're all all like laughing their asses off because obviously if I can ride I'm good and um so that that happened and then like it was like probably about 45 minutes after that now we're jumping the spine they're like Mike you can do that I'm like I don't know man these bars man not really comfortable on these bars like yeah man you do it just you know just push down after you get over the spine, I'm like, I hate spines, I can't, I can't do spines, even, even in my mid-school days, like, basically, like, those parks that are basically, like, you know, quarter in the spine in the quarter, like, I, I can't, I hate those, because I don't, I don't have that forward motion to actually push down, Well, I'm a vert rider and everything, it's just, that it's not natural for me, because I like to ride half pipes, I don't have to deal with spines on a half pipe, so that being all said, and everything, guess next thing I'm doing is i'm fucking dropping in I'm gonna go jump the spine and um okay oh, I've never landed into a perfect manual, but I tell you what you jump a spine and you land into a perfect manual it scares the shit out of you because the only thing in the back of your head is man, I might hit the back of my head on that spine. And uh, I literally, like, fucking manual to the other side of this fucking bowl. Like, I'm some sort of, like, pro modern rider that loves manuals. And I rode up the fucking side of the damn bowl and uh, basically just dropped my foot and fucking, you know, hopped out of the bowl. And, you know, like, my boy's like, yo, man, you, you did it, but you didn't do it the way that, that you should have done it. But that was badass, and I, I was like, yeah, that was kind of badass, but, yeah, almost, almost died, and, uh, well, not died, but became a paraplegic, because that's the worst fucking crash you want to do, is get a spine in your spine, there's a reason why they call them a spine, um, because, yeah, they, they will fuck you up, It's not because it's a spine between two fucking quarter pipes, as everybody believes, it's because of the fact that, basically, if you crash on one, you Probably gonna fuck your spine up, unbeknownst to you young guys, and so that being all said and done, I got that all all nickered out, and uh yeah, later on in that night is that when I did that big crash coming down um into the the larger bowl, and the bike basically whipped out from underneath me, and uh gave me a concussion, and yeah not not too proud of that one that one kicked my ass enough where i was just like i can't ride no more like it it hit hard enough that basically like i've ridden with a concussion before and and i definitely didn't have the fucking the ability to actually carve the bowl anymore like i i went around like after like about 10 minutes after i got that concussion i tried carving the bowl again and i just fucking couldn't it was fucking horrible like i, I felt really dizzy and shit So, that being all said and done, like, basically, I, like, packed it up and went home. Did two days of work, now I'm here. And so, uh, today I didn't go riding, but I did, uh, uh if you follow me on the social media and everything, um, I, 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 I put some brocks on, on the BSD Freedom. I finally took away them goddamn fucking, uh, them, shitty ass fucking uh, 24 tire. I can't call them shitty because of the fact I love cult. I mean I not, not call fuck cult. I love kink. Um and they they were those uh, the, the kink 24s and they they grip like really good but 24 I can I can't do 24. Um That ride's great right now. Manual's like a motherfucker. And I can't manual so, you know. That being said, it, it's all good. And so, I just had to run back into the house and take a poo, because, you know, I don't got a recording studio at this apartment, because of the fact that we got these damn wooden floors, and vaulted ceilings, and that combination is great to play an instrument in, but it's not great to record in, because of the fact that it creates an echo, and microphones don't like echoes, so the best place to actually do a podcast is actually sitting in your fucking car and unbeknownst to a lot of people because there's a lot of sound deadening in modern cars and that's basically what you want to do as long as you ain't got a lot of fucking riffraff going around you know open windows or something like that i usually have my window open because of the fact that i like to smoke cigarettes even though i ride bike. you know what i'm saying so um now, I don't mean that in any reference or anything, but I'd like to smoke cigarettes. This is what i like to do. And, uh, so the new place is going to have, uh, it's a three bedroom, so I'll have my own office. It's going to be great. And, uh, going to have it all decked out in bicycles and, um, bicycle related memorabilia. And, uh, for once in my life, I'll probably not be, uh, donating parts to all my homies and shit and start stockpiling them up in, in the cubby holes in my, my bookshelves and stuff, and, you know, make myself look like an old guy BMX dude, you know, but, you know, my parts ain't gonna be, like, from fucking the 80s and shit, you know, it's all gonna be, like, mid-school, and all of them gonna have stories behind them, you know, it's not just because, you know, hey, look at this Haro stem, like, what's the deal with the Haro stem, we, I bought it from a guy, And that's that's where the story is. No, everything's going to have a story behind it. Trust me. Don't decorate your goddamn house with fake-ass memorabilia that you don't have no damn story behind. Because it's just like going to the damn tattoo shop and picking through the goddamn $25 tattoo book. They, They ain't got no goddamn story behind them. You didn't give them a fucking piece of paper with an idea on it to memorize a goddamn fucking story of your life that t- that tattoo you got on you is a fake tattoo almost as cool and popular as one of them stupid ass fucking metal t-shirts on a millennial that has nothing to know about who the fuck they're goddamn wearing fuck them people anyways so well uh, that being all said and everything um I can't wait to move into the new place that's gonna be dope Mm. Yeah, so the new place is going to be basically like near work and near the skate park so two birds one stone because right now if i want to go to a park and ride i mean i got the one in town but the one in town even though it costs more money than than the ones that i ride on um it's a shit park it's designed for fucking scooters and skateboarders and uh no offense fuck those people um because those are the rafts that get fucking parks Like fenced in and, and caged and, and all that other bullshit And fucking, and, you know, make the Goddamn local ordinance, put a fucking Time restriction on the fucking park And, you know, I like to ride After 10pm For, you know, obvious reasons My brakes work better at that time time and temperature And, you know uh, If fucking did, By any chance um, I got a you know, fucking time restriction. Now I'm basically gonna be only riding park for an hour or two hours now. That fucking sucks dick. I don't wanna fucking show up there at eight PM and start riding, you know, at that time. Because like, you know, most of the good parks in, in where I'm moving, like, they're all you gotta pay for parking, you know, they're not paid to park, but uh the parking's not free, so, you know, you gotta pay for that. It sucks. But, you know, it's it is what it is but um, I'd much rather pay for parking there than hop on my bike and go a fucking block and a half down the road to that shitty-ass park that they spent way too much money on and then glassing it over with fucking, like, shiny-ass fucking concrete sealer. Fucking shit gets moisture on it, man. It's like a skating rink. Ain't no rubber compound gonna hold on to that, I'll tell you that right now. And it's already been through, like, two winters. Usually those fucking, those polished skate parks, after, like, one winter, they get all really nice and grippy. Nope, not that one. Still fucking shiny as shit. You can almost see your reflection in it. But that being all said and done and everything, freaking, uh... Yeah. It's gonna be good. And, you know, um, my goal is to actually have, uh... Six bikes on display at all times behind me and my mainstay underneath the six. So basically, the bikes are going to be up on the wall, like in the shape of a U, and the um, the center section is going to be like basically for a TV, and the TV is going to you know be a normal TV, but primarily I'm going to just have my um, my edits from the past playing on it in the background of videos. And or, you know, my, my, my current edits that I haven't done yet because of the fact that I don't really do edits all that often. Even back in the day, we didn't do edits back then. We just went out and ride. You know, I had a couple guys that I rode with back then that did edits, but they were all dirt jumpers. And, you know, it was lame as shit to me because I fucking dirt jumping was just stupid. I'd much rather go down in no a fucking park and ride a goddamn vert and, you know, do half pipe stuff because that that was more manly to me. That's the reason why I, I just love doing fucking half-pipes... is Because that's all I liked to do back then... And, you know... I get older now... And I'm I'm looking at all forms... And trying it on them all... Yeah, shit... I even fucking am uh, looking into... It, picking up a BMX race uh, setup... And getting in a little bit of that BMX racing with the old dudes... You know... And uh, see if my emphysema ass... Because I smoke... Not to say I got emphysema, but you know, might as well if I smoke cigarettes and, um, but see if I can actually keep up with these old dudes. Um, but it it should be fun. Now I'm not going to be talking about racing all the time because that's what really destroys a lot of these BMX podcasts, but I might, I might throw a little bit in there here and there, but it's, I, I like to talk about freestyle things, you know? That's just the way it is. Gotta, gotta talk about the history. That's that's it. I know I'm just blabbering right now, but I got a lot of shit on my mind. Got three weeks to go, and, and I'm stressing the fuck out because of the fact that I hate fucking moving. And lately, because of the fucking economy, I've been moving a lot. Sold the house in Vegas two years ago And now two years after I sell the house in Vegas Moving out of this fucking place Moving into another place And after one more year of living in that place I'm gonna move to another fucking place fucking hate moving A lot of shit And as an adult The older you get, the heavier your stuff becomes It's not because you become weaker It's just because of the fact that you can um, Acquire finer things in life A.K.A. hardwood stuff hardwood stuff weighs a lot of fucking weight. And, you know, it's just a lot of shit to move, you know. It sucks. I hate moving. But the good news is, the new place has got a garage, unlike this place. The fucking rent's right around this price, but a lot more square footage plus a garage. And, you know, it got fucking... Enough space for a bedroom and two offices. And, you know, it's just a nice, nicer place. And the dog's got a backyard. Unlike this place. I gotta go fucking literally leash him up every single time I want to take him out for a walk. And for the past two years, that's what they've been dealing with. Poor dogs. Probably feel like they're in goddamn fucking uh, jail or something, you know. I don't blame them for fucking pissing and shitting in the house. They probably pissed off at me. And they do it in their one little corner And and it's not like I don't fucking maintain the fucking place And come home and, and just leave it there Sometimes I'll leave it there for a little bit But I'm, I'm pretty pretty keen on fucking cleaning it up And making sure the goddamn place don't smell like dog piss So it only takes three hours for that And I got a female dog And if you leave that fucking piss down on the fucking floor too long Because the female dog's got the acidic piss They'll fuck up the floor Uh, but, yeah, got the Kink Williams, that's coming up, like, literally, they, I went to the bike shop today, and, uh, well, I walked in there with the idea of going in there to pick up grips, and I ended up walking out of there with, like, 130-something dollars of shit, got those Brock's for the fucking BSD Freedom, and, um, because I went with a black tire, I had to get rid of the fucking... A tan seat so I had to buy a fucking orange seat for it. Cause if you know the BSD Freedom you get it in multiple colors but the the key one is the orange one. Um is I like to call it basketball orange. Um like I can't have a tan seat on a bike that's got all fucking black parts and black you know tires and shit. So I had to get the new seat. Thank God it's the same fucking seat but it's just fucking orange. Um but nah, it, dude, that bike looks like literally. I bought it out of a box. It, it's 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 keen. But um, yeah, I'm I'm down there. I'm talking to the guys, and and they're literally lacing up my three wheels for the fucking BSD Freedom. Now, why you say three? What is it a tripod bike? No, just went the smart way instead of going out and saying, you know what? this build, I'm going to get me a fucking free coaster, make it a free coaster bike, no I was like, you know what, I'm going to test out a free coaster, but if I don't like the free coaster I'm going to have me another cassette the exact same wheel and everything and that's what I did so the um, the free coaster wheel, I believe is not done but the cassette wheel and the front wheel are, are laced and ready to go, they got all the parts to complete the bike, and they're literally just waiting for the fucking, uh, free coaster to get built, because I believe that that's the one that they want to actually throw on the bike, and, um, no, I'm not one of them people that has a bike shop build their bikes, so I explain this to everybody, I usually build all my bikes, I'm like, throw it in a box, I'll take it home, I'll build it, no big deal I got all the greases and all the other shit ready to go hell I have fucking goddamn bike shop in a box in the back of my car if you fucking know me in person I'm the guy that usually got all the tools at the goddamn skate park and I only get usually to fucking ride for an hour and 45 minutes before I'm fixing like nine people's bikes fucking sucks but somebody's gotta do it cause somebody's gotta fucking teach these kids how to fucking work on their bikes fucking idiots no offense guys well, you know? Bicycles are the, the, the leading way into understanding mechanics. And uh, if you don't know how to maintain your bike, and you got some stranger fucking working out of the back of his fucking car, fixing your shit at the skate park, you fucking idiot. I don't mind, and I don't talk shit about you, but I'll talk shit behind your back on this podcast saying you're a fucking idiot. But well, it's all cool. Somebody's got to teach you. Takes the village. Um. But I'm giving this... There's a uh, bike shop, an opportunity to actually build the baddest ass fucking BMX they've ever built. And uh, originally I was going to do it with the the kink contender, but I fucking, um, I bought that, that frame in waiting for the parts that came in for the fucking kink Williams. And they got the Williams in the same order as those parts. So I was like, you know what? fuck it throw those goddamn parts on that bone white williams it'll look badass and it should because of the fact that basically it's the, all that the that new cinema fucking um sandblasted gold man i'm telling you you put them parts next to that fucking off white bone frame it looks badass i mean it looks real fucking badass cuz the 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 bone frame has a gold hue in the white. Now, you can't really tell it's there, but because of the, you know, it's got that little orange shade to it, and it jibes really nice with the fucking, them gold parts. Got a fucking gold fucking, uh, I think it's a cinema chain. Yeah, I think it is a gold cinema chain. Ties in with all the parts, and, um, there's a couple other... Really, really cool parts to tie in with it. The only thing that doesn't work well is the, um, uh, I think it's the Merit pedals that I got for it. They got gold spindles, but they're a different kind of gold and, uh, really glossy, yellowy gold. And the the gold that's on the, the, um, all the cinema parts is like an orangey gold. Just fine. I mean, still gold is gold, right? But, yeah, it's, it's gonna be, uh, a pretty, pretty cool special little bike that pretty much will uh, probably blow up on social media once I get it all built up and and paid for and well when they build it up. Makes me feel a half a man having a bike shop build it, but you know it is what it is, and giving out opportunities is is what we got to do, and um, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be a going to be a special bike that one might be the one that's in the middle of my u hanging up on the wall with all the other bikes if it's not going to be that one it'll probably be the king contender because the king contender is my mainstay but the williams is a half inch shorter top tube which is basically perfect for my size but it's all that modern geo and i'm getting really used to the, the 21 inch top tube and you know uh with certain bars on that it it feels really good just got to run a shorter bar on it and and it makes that top tube feel a little bit shorter because you put your body geometry in in the position for it i mean if if you're if you're like a size for the top tube then you could pretty much run a nine inch rise bar and put you in the right geometry but if you're like a half inch above in the normal size that you just want to drop the bar down at least a fucking a half inch to a whole inch, and what I run on that that can uh, contender right now is an eight inch S and M slam bar, and uh, it works perfect. Cause I tried a fucking nine inch rise on it, and, and the bike fucking feels all goofy. Like the the first part, I don't know where we're, where the other part uh, that I did recording earlier, if it's gonna be in the beginning of this or in the a- after this, but. Uh, I talk about uh, accidentally putting that fucking bar on there And it was a disaster at the skate park I crashed like three fucking times It sucked dick But um, it is what it is This is a learning curve Every single day you ride bike is a learning day You don't fucking go to the goddamn park And quote unquote just maintain yourself I mean you ain't gonna progress When you get old You're just gonna maintain But every single fucking day is a learning day That that's how you maintain Keep your mind fresh don't fucking just be a lazy ass and fucking do the same dumb ass shit all over and over again because then all, all you are is one of them modern tech riders that only got fucking five tricks in their bag and they're all pathetic. Well, except for tail whips. Tail whips are kind of cool. Uh, you know, especially hot tail whips, you know, just pop pop, you know, not even going anywhere. You just fucking pull up tail whip damn near in the same spot when you land. That, that's cool shit too, you know. But you know if you do that you, you you could do a lot more tricks but you know most of these modern riders they, they just stick to the fucking you know long ass manual and uh, do uh, some bar spins and and tail whips and you know mild transfers and stuff like that. You got the pro riders that do uh mind-boggling bucket transfers but you know big big transfer dudes are fucking really rare. you got to understand the lips and you got to understand the angles of of exits and stuff like that. Because if you're transferring from fucking a bowl to a fucking goddamn, um, you know, a slant or something like that, often the distance, uh, that slant's got a dead end on it. And uh, if you come fucking short, you're going to fucking case that bitch and it's going to be fucking ugly, especially if you case it with the front tire. So it, it, it takes balls to do what some of them pro riders do. But you young guys That basically don't do that kind of shit And all you do is go to the park And do fucking five goddamn tricks Over and over and over and over and over again Fucking you guys suck dick You ain't progressing the goddamn sport And you ain't progressing your own fucking skills You ain't even trying You're just like I'm good at these five fucking tricks I'm gonna go to the park and pick up dudes Nah if you're going to the park To pick up dudes No offense but you know That's pretty much what we're assuming And no offense to that too but you know it is what it is because that's all you're impressing is the other dudes remember that kind of like going to a car show got this hot-ass car what you think women are gonna be coming up to your your car and, and asking questions and being all impressed about it nah you went to cars and coffee go talk to a bunch of dudes yeah All the women there are already taken. They just basically came along for the fucking. The dealio to be with their significant other. As they talk to other dudes about cars. And just hanging out in the background. You know. Drinking coffee and shit. Like what I'm doing at fucking 3 o'clock in the fucking morning. But anyways. That's me. That's my, my my mindset is. Don't matter what the fuck you got you want to go hang out with the same like-minded individuals that's cool but if you want to go hang out same like-minded individuals to impress said same like-minded individuals uh yeah you you hit non-dudes if you are but no judgment just saying you got to get that understanding in your mindset what you doing right there. If you ain't doing it for you, who the fuck you doing it for? And you know who's, who's there at the park doing it for themselves? Them guys that aren't doing those dumbass five tricks. Yeah. Remember that. That That's fact, you know. That's just fact. I'm fucking tired, man. I'm, I'm gonna... I don't fucking close this one out and fucking post it and shit like that. And it's it's cool. Bow, bow, bow.